0: You're listening to the Almanac. From the great American Pacific Northwest, greetings and welcome, my friends, to this week's edition of the Parachronicle Almanac. I'm Jonathan Hawk. This week, we'll hear about what could be the first indicator of the pending congressional UAP report. A classified briefing took place this past Wednesday, chaired by an Indianapolis congressman that involved the U.S. Navy and FBI. And are ghosts haunting a park in Singapore? One woman had an unexpected encounter while out jogging at night. We'll hear about that. We'll also hear about a sleepy hamlet in the UK claiming that there have been some recent alien abductions, and at least some in the town are demanding the town council do something about it. Oh, and then there was that incident of F-22s being scrambled from Oahu this week. Yeah, that was kind of strange. All of that and more is coming right up. Now, before we get to the news, don't forget to like or subscribe on whatever platform you're listening on or pass this podcast on to spread the word about our show. You can also follow us on Twitter at Parachronicle X and on Facebook at the Parachronicle Almanac. We post news throughout the week, so follow us to stay on top of the latest in between listening to the show. And we're always looking for stories from you, paranormal or otherwise. So give us a call on the Parachronicle hotline at 818-570-0126 if you'd like your story featured on a future episode. That's 818-570-0126. You know what to do. Save it to your contacts because you never know when you're going to need it. Or you can always email at hawk at theparachronicle.com. That's H-A-W-K-E at theparachronicle.com. And on that note, let's dive right in. Well, it feels like we're getting closer to the UFO-UAP report from the U.S. Director of Intelligence. Mystery Wire reports that lawmakers react to classified UFO briefing from US Navy and FBI. Several U.S. House lawmakers received the first known briefing on the upcoming UAP UFO report due to Congress by June 25th. On Wednesday morning, officials from the United States Navy and FBI gave a classified briefing for members of the House Permanent Select Committee on Intelligence, Subcommittee on Counterterrorism and Counterintelligence, oh, and Counterproliferation. After the briefing, the New York Post reported on several comments from the lawmakers as they left the secure room used for the briefing. Quote, we're looking forward to having a public hearing at some point, said. Representative Andre Carson, a Democrat from Indiana. I mean, there's some national security concerns that we want to take into consideration. The House Intelligence Committee Chairman Representative Adam Schiff of California said it was an interesting briefing. I did learn things that were certainly new to me, but I think I'm gonna leave it at that. Representative Mike Quigley, a Democrat from Illinois, said the stigma is gone. Now, that's a big change in policy, as I've witnessed about this issue in my lifetime. So the fact that they are taking this sort of thing seriously for the first time, I think, is important. However, Representative Quigley then said, If I had to predict how the public will react to this, one word would be disappointing. Peter Welch uh, from Vermont gave a similar assessment saying I'm not on the edge of my seat. Representative Val Demings of Florida told the Post she felt the briefing was important. You know, it's always about our safety and security. Our nationalist security is number one, and so that's really the area where we really focused on this morning. Well, Representative Patrick Maloney of New York said, we take the issue of unexplained aerial phenomenon seriously to the extent that we're dealing with the safety and security of U.S. military personnel or the national security interests of the United States, so we want to know what we're dealing with. I think it's important to understand that there are legitimate questions involving the safety and security of our personnel and in our operations and in our sensitive activities, and we all know that there's a proliferation of technologies out there, Representative Maloney added we need to understand the space a little bit better. And so I think that's kind of the first hint of activity starting in Washington, D.C. when it comes to the UAP report. I would imagine uh, the lead up to June 25th, assuming that's the date uh, that that report becomes available, if not a little bit before, perhaps a little bit after, I think we're going to start to see some activity ramping up on Capitol Hill. So we'll keep an eye on this. Uh, I recommend you keeping an eye on this as well. And we'll see where this goes. Very exciting. And from the Rojak Daily, a Singaporean woman encounters a creepy figure sitting alone in the dark during a night run in a haunted park. How's that for a headline? There are many dangers to jogging alone after dark. On top of not being able to see properly and risk falling into a pothole or being followed by dodgy people, there's also a possibility of seeing things you don't want to see. Like this one Singaporean woman, for example, Nooramayra, who is a regular jogger, recently shared her creepy experience on her Facebook page. On the night of June 6th, Umera wrote that she decided to jog on a different path, which included running towards the end of Pasiris Park, a park that is known to be haunted. However, Umaira didn't get the memo, and she would soon have a story to tell her grandkids. According to a report, quoting Nurumaira's Facebook post, during the night run, she spotted a lone figure of a woman with long hair sitting on a bench alone in the dark. Without thinking much of it, she ran past the figure as she approached an infamous swamp area called Sungai Apiapi, infamously known to be home to Pontianics and other supernatural beings. While running, Nurimehra's curiosity got the better of her. Quote, Why was there a woman just sitting here by herself? She was just staring at the lake. That was a very dark, very dark area, and no one else was around, Nurimehra wrote in the post. She then took a photo of the woman and continued running with her earpiece on. That was when things got extra creepy. As she continued her jog, she started hearing a faint voice calling out her name. The voice kept saying, May, which is short for Amira. Freaked out, she called her husband and talked to him on the phone as a distraction while she ran. Thankfully, she managed to run home without any further incident. Quote, I had goosebumps and the hair on the back of my neck stood, and I I know it wasn't a human because there was no one else around, Umayra wrote. Upon returning home, she inspected the photo, and to her horror, she discovered that the woman had no legs. She shared the photo she took with her friends and family and uploaded it onto Facebook. The post, which has now been deleted, quickly went viral, and kind-hearted Singaporean netizens advised her to avoid jogging near the area due to the fact that it's probably very haunted. On top of that, a fellow netizen pointed out another mysterious figure lurking in the background of Omeira's photo. Near a group of distant trees was the faint outline of another figure, seemingly staring back at the woman on the bench. Well, as it turns out, Umaira was new to the area. She's just moved to the Passeris area in February, so she wasn't aware of all the spots she's supposed to avoid, especially at night. Well, we're guessing that she's uh, not going to be stepping foot at that park anymore at night, at least not anytime soon. I mean, I, I'm pretty sure I wouldn't after hearing that story. And from Birmingham Live, a bizarre sign claims that Sedgley has seen three alien abductions recently and blames the town council for not helping, if you can believe it. A bizarre sign that claims three people have been abducted by aliens has popped up in Sedgley. The large panel with black stenciled writing also accuses Dudley Council of not doing enough to stop the abductions. It reads, three alien abductions here in one week. When are the council going to do something? A local authority said it was aware of the mysterious sign which would be removed. A council officer contacted by the Daily Star Sunday said, quote, there is something definitely going on with UFO activity in the West Midlands, but no one would ever go on the record to confirm that. But as for alien abductions in Sedgley, I'm not so sure about that. UFO believers reckon the region is the center of alien activity within the UK. Dozens of sightings have been reported in the area in recent years, and websites have been created so people can log extraterrestrial spots. Lisa, who lives in Sully claims she saw an orange flickering ball in the sky while she was in her front garden. Quote, My immediate thought was that it looked like a plane on fire, but it clearly wasn't, she said. It moved far too fast to be a plane. We lived near the flight path, so we were used to seeing planes. I watched it for probably a few seconds and saw it was traveling across the sky, not down, reduced in size, and then just disappeared. Meanwhile, amateur astronomer Adam had trained his telescope on Jupiter to watch a satellite trail across the sky when he saw a white light. He said, suddenly a white light flew across the sky at a speed I had never seen before in any man-made tech. I didn't hear a boom as I expected with such speed, just a faint hum. It was no meteor, it was also very low, and the light was very bright. I saw it for three seconds before it traveled across the entire sky and out of sight. Adam said it was something he had never seen in the 18 years of skygazing he's been doing and is convinced he has witnessed something potentially extraterrestrial, but never told anyone for fear of not being believed. Another UFO watcher witnessed what he believed was alien activity from his 16th floor flat in Birmingham. Scott said there was a huge light in the sky, it was the size of a full moon moving slowly towards Wolverhampton. It was bright yellow in color and almost perfectly round. So, uh, well, I mean, to play devil's advocate, uh, it it may have actually sounds like it was kind of potentially the moon. I don't know. What do you think? Uh, But anyway, interesting that there's a kind of an outcry for the town council to do something about alien abductions in this uh, in this location in the UK. Are you from the area? We'd love to hear from you. If you have a friend that's been abducted, let us know. And in a story that's just getting picked up by mainstream media, The Drive's War Zone reports that Hawaii-based F-22s were scrambled on FAA's request, but nobody will say why. A pair of F-22 Raptors were launched on an alert scramble out of Joint Base Pearl Harbor-Hickman on Sunday at around 4 p.m. local time. A third F-22 joined the mission about an hour after the pair's departure. A KC-135 was also launched to support the fighters. Hawaii News Now reports that the scramble, described as an irregular patrol, was initiated at the request of the Federal Aviation Administration, which reported an, quote, incident, although nobody is providing any clear information in regards to what that catalyst for the long or for the prolonged scramble mission was. The 199th Fighter Squadron, a Hawaii Air National Guard unit that is part of the 154th Wing based at Hickman Air Force Base, provides the alert capability for the state, with at least two jets equipped with full armament and wing tanks are always on standby to scramble along with at least one spare. Scrambling on request of the FAA is not uncommon. It happens for things like potential security situations aboard airliners or to provide eyes on to stricken aircraft or even to investigate unidentified aircraft. Hawaii's F-22s are also tasked with intercepting unknown or potentially threatening aircraft approaching the air defense identification zone that surrounds the islands. What's odd here is that usually there is fairly straightforward messaging regarding these events. Even when Russian bombers, fighters, and surveillance aircraft approach U.S. shores, the U.S. military is usually open about the encounters. As to why this intercept is not being addressed clearly is somewhat puzzling, but there could be national security issues involved that make issuing an immediate and detailed response problematic. This is likely the case behind a cryptic statement that the Star Advisor obtained. The Hickam-based Air Force Command added that the FAA requested that U.S. Indo-Pacific Command conduct an irregular air patrol and the situation resolved, prompting the fighters in the KC-135 Stratotanker, which is a refueling plane, to return to base. We cannot discuss further specifics of the situation. Clearly, due to the strategic nature of the Hawaiian Islands and the stretches of water that surround it, it means that it is of high interest of foreign adversaries that have a presence in the Pacific. Still, its remote location make even long-range patrols a significant operation. This is largely a capability that is only executed by Russia, although Chinese long-range bombers and cargo aircraft have been venturing farther east in recent years. Well, after this story was posted, there really hasn't been much of an update from anybody about what really happened and why those planes were scrambled. But speculation is that because there were some rather large Russian war exercises going on in the Pacific, some of the largest since the Cold War, this might have been a US response to that, uh, whether they were going out to check out what was happening, or just showing some sort of presence that's tbd and we'll definitely keep an eye on this story but the most likely reasoning behind the scrambling of these jets was to go uh, check out or have a response to those russian war exercises out of the pacific ocean so again we'll keep an eye on this but very interesting and things are definitely heating up out there in the pacific And finally this week, a mystery barge was spotted off the coast of Florida this week. This from ABC7, Fort Myers, Florida. A boat spotted along the horizon of Sanibel Island has a lot of people stumped. It was seen on Friday by a number of people, but no one knows why it was there. Quote, it was kind of tall, had these little bars on it. To me, it almost looked like an oil rig, said Tony Prater of Cape Coral. We were all curious as to what it was, but we were all just relaxing at the beach. He noticed what appeared to be a barge off in the horizon slowly moving north. Prater wasn't alone either, as multiple people posted pictures online showing the exact same thing. And way down towards the east, I just saw three posts sticking up in the air, and I thought, what is that? Said Brian Hoover, visiting from Pennsylvania. On Tuesday, Lee County, the city of Sanibel, and the Sanibel Captiva Conservation Foundation, and the Coast Guard could not provide answers as to what the vessel was. Quite unless they are not supposed to tell us what is going on, Prater added. Some speculated that it could be part of the Captiva Erosion Prevention Project, but on Tuesday, that was debunked with the organization saying that that project doesn't start until next month. So for now, the strange, enormous barge spotted off of Cenobel remains a mystery. Well, that's it. That's all I've got for this week. Don't forget to reach out if you see something unusual in the sky or someplace else. Or if you have an interesting story to tell, we always want to hear from you. You can call our hotline at 818-570-0126 or find us at www.theparachronicle.com. Please like or subscribe on whatever platform you're listening on or pass this podcast on to spread the word about our little show here. And until next time, keep your eyes to the sky and know that here on Earth... And in the universe, we are not alone. For the Paracronicle Almanac, I'm Jonathan Hawk.